0: You're listening to HBCU Pulse Radio on Sirius XM, channel 142, HBCU. You're listening listening. to Randall's Thoughts on HBCU Pulse Radio.
1: Yes, so on today's Randall's Thoughts, on the premiere episode of HBCU Pulse Radio, I want to talk about Deion Sanders. Yes, I know. It's 2023, a whole entire new year, and it's been over a month since he left Jackson State to go to the University of Colorado Boulder, and only a couple weeks since Jackson State lost in the Celebration Bowl to North Carolina Central. It was a great game, though. But I didn't have a radio show back then, so you already know I'm going to talk about it now. Plus, it's been a lot of people that have spoken about this situation without understanding anything about HBCU culture and how alumni are truly feeling. So allow me to present the final take on Deion Sanders and what his time at Jackson State truly means to the HBCU community. First, there's no HBCU alum that was mad at Deion Sanders for leaving Jackson State to go to Colorado. You have to do what's best for you and your career and your family. However, Deion Sanders never presented himself as just a coach. He did everything short of declaring himself the savior of HBCU sports. He promised to increase visibility and awareness for HBCUs using his celebrity, saying that he wanted to be the leader of a movement that saw talented athletes choose HBCUs instead of other FBS and FCS institutions. He saw that to me, to you, to the HBCU community, and to the nation as a whole on venues like ESPN and 60 Minutes. So hearing of his departure from ESPN's Pete Thamel a few hours before the SWAC championship against Southern was disheartening to say the least. It seemed like he aborted the mission before he truly got started. What I just said should be understood because the thoughts and opinions of HBCU alumni should be valued. We're not always wrong, but I want to take it a step further. Deion Sanders exposed something about the HBCU community that we're often not apt to speak about. The HBCU community is dependent upon celebrity culture, We find no value in what we do on our campuses unless a celebrity is tied to it. Homecoming is lame if the hottest artists in the world don't show up to our campus and perform. Graduation wasn't as big of a moment because another school got a celebrity a well-regarded politician to do the commencement address. We even try to leverage a person's celebrity and money to fight against decades of HBCU underfunding. That's not how this works we have to ask the tough questions. Why did it take a black celebrity to be given an opportunity at one of our premier institutions for folks outside of the HBCU community to care? Why are HBCU stakeholders and supporters married to this notion that a celebrity or former professional player is the answer to every problem in HBCU life? Deion Sanders did not provide a blueprint he exposed a flaw in our thinking that we must deal with if we want to continue to grow our HBCUs. Campus life and HBCU football don't need celebrity validation. It might be nice to have. It's cool for for the celebrities to pop up. But it doesn't define our experience. The true blueprint has always been right in front of us. Deion Sanders was never going to be Eddie Robinson. Eddie G. Robinson was 22 years old when he became the head coach of Gramlin State University in 1941. He was only making $63.75 a month, yes, a month, and had to build a winning team without the advantages of celebrity and fame and social media and the transfer portal. He was never offered an FBS job. He, like HBCU alumni in the past and present, did so much with so little. That's why he's considered one of the greatest college coaches of all time. Why can't that be the blueprint? Why can't the blueprint be finding a quality candidate for the coaching position that has potential or some record of winning and a care for the institution? Why can't we find worth in our HBCU experience and view celebrity culture as it should be? Added value. As we move forward, we must find value in HBCU culture, and the amazing professionals that we produce. We also must continue the Eddie G. Robinson blueprint of finding coaching candidates who might not be celebrities, but want an opportunity and a desire to build a winning program at an HBCU. That also should be the blueprint that we follow at every level of operation at our HBCUs, because there are professionals in front of us that are ready to take the mantle and move us forward. We just have to see them. And we have to give them that opportunity, just like Eddie G. Robinson had. But those are my thoughts for today. You're listening to HBCU Pulse Radio on SiriusXM channel 142, HBCU. We'll be right back.
0: HBCUs are more than a trend. Yeah. Yeah. We're forever a part of the culture. HBCU Pulse always has you on lock. From the shade room to your favorite news feed. And now, on your TV and radio, we are the... The number one outlet for HBCU culture. Follow HBCU Pulse on social media and visit HBCUpulse.com to stay up to date on what's going on in the HBCU community.